0: today on CityCast Denver. It's time for another food battle. This time, it's a sandwich showdown, a hoagie horse race, a game of grinders Colorado style. In one corner, Boulder's own Snarf Sandwiches, a staple of the Denver Metro's fast casual scene. In the other corner, it's Chiba Hut, coming straight out of Tempe AZ, but endearingly targeting our very own local weed culture. So, which carpet-bagging Hobie is truly the hometown hero? Me, Paul, Aaron, and Peyton are going to figure it out. Today is Friday, August 12th, 2022. I'm Brie Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Welcome back to CityCast Denver, the show that learned... That its newsletter writer Peyton
1: didn't know what chiba meant until. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I don't either. I, I I'm Squares. a person that enjoys weed sometimes. I don't know what chiba is. I mean, I'm not yeah. immersed
2: in weed culture. Aaron. are you? Yeah, uh, no, I'm no, but I know a bit.
0: So we're not actually talking about weed today. We are talking about Snarf's versus Chiba Hut, our latest food showdown involving two sandwiches that are from pretty much local, regional chains. I don't want to say local because Snarfs is Boulder-based and Chibahut is Tempe?
1: That's where it was founded. Arizona. Yeah, we can get more into that yeah. later, but it is a fun story too.
0: I'm interested because I have to say Snarfs is not a interesting story. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, can we talk about why this matchup happened? Like, it, Maybe this was just me, but I have always felt ever since I moved here that Snarfs and Chibahut were like, at loggerheads constantly, like this was this was a, a fight that existed. That if you're going out for sandwiches in Denver and you want to have a cheap one, you're either going to Snarf's or you're going to Chiba Hut. Is that everyone else's impression too? Was this a no. matchup before?
3: No, I I mean I don't think so. I don't I don't really feel like Chiba Hut has a super strong presence in. The circles that I run in, at least, I know really? a lot of Snarf's fanatics. So I always knew Snarf's had a really strong following. I was interested when you pulled Chiba Hut out of the lineup <laughs> to like go against Snarf's. I don't know a ton of people who are like obsessed
0: with Chiba Hut. So mm-hmm. I agree with Peyton in that I never made that connection. But Paul, why didn't you choose Quiznos, the other sub shop? <laughs> based out of
2: Colorado and also toasted.
1: Also toasted, also toasted. Well, I mean, I kind of wanted to throw it in. I mean, after we initially talked about this, we, we thought this would be a fun head to head, but then yeah, Quiznos was founded here. These other two we quickly learned were not. But then when we discussed tossing it in, no one actually wanted to eat Quiznos. Yeah. So that was well, kind of the answer right there. Truth. Oh,
3: that's sad no. That's because I don't have to taste Quiznos to tell
0: you that Quiznos is horrible. <laughs> like, yes. it's, it's horrible. <laughs> and it's not, it's not good horrible in the way that you and I, as two basic gals, pay love McDonald's, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just
3: Gross. I'm not on any high horse. No. I like me a Subway sandwich. Oh. I won't eat Quiznos. I think Quiznos is gross. They do have a very interesting story, though. We covered it one time in the newsletter, and it's fascinating. I'll
2: have to go look that that up because I didn't hate Quiznos. Really? Yeah. I forget what kind of little Sammy. They put it through the oven. Like, this is pretty good. But then it closed. So maybe I was the only one in (laughs) northern Colorado. Who was just really in it for a Quiznos (laughs) Now that I think about it. Hmm.
1: Um, Peyton, tell us, I know we've been talking you know, we've been putting a call out to readers and listeners for a few weeks now about this. Tell us about the, what, what people think about this.
3: Yeah. So, um, we've put it in the newsletter a few times and we've mentioned it in the show a few times and we got some emails. Um, I will start with saying that we got a lot of emails, um, that showed snarfs love, but all of them were just like, yeah, go snarfs. I like Snarfs.
4: <laughs> Snarfs is specifics. the
3: best. Yeah, it never really dived in. So they've got a strong but very vague
0: <laughs> fan base among <laughs> our readers. I mean, I think that just says they do a good sandwich.
3: Yeah, people were just like, I don't need to say anything more. Just Snarfs is cool. Um, we did get at least one email, though, who um, this reader had a lot of major praise for Chiba Hut. Reader Rosa C. says, I haven't been to Snarfs, even though I live right next to one, but I am a huge fan of Chiba Hut. I'm from the East Coast, and we don't really have good alternatives to standard substandard Subway. The best alternative is probably Jimmy John's, which says a lot about our options there. Hut is such a vibe. It's the go-to cheap, fast, easy lunch spot for me and my friends, and I have always had consistently good sandwiches. I am a vegetarian, and I adore the Magic Mushroom Sandwich with garlic bread, extra yellow mustard, and their buffalo hot sauce, an essential addition if you like spice and heat, and the Kool-Aid. Another bonus, I highly recommend mixing all three flavors together. It doesn't make the prettiest color, but it tastes
0: damn good. Chiba Hut, all the way. Wow. So she really gave us. (laughs) You know, I like her point, though. Like, I think the East Coast thing comes up a lot when we talk about sub sandwiches, Mm -hmm. hoagies, grinders all the different iterations of a type of sandwich and it's i a common refrain is like denver doesn't know what a good sandwich is like that and i love that shiba hut's kind of the west the western united states version of its own thing
1: yeah interesting it's not
0: trying to be something else huh it's just is what it is
1: and what it is is a weed themed a weed themed sandwich sandwich. joint (laughs) And they go hard on the weed theme. Oh, my God.
2: Yes. I don't even know most of these names for the sandwiches. And I mean, not that I'm immersed in weed culture at all in any way, but I know a couple of things. But just from watching like Snoop Dogg and stuff. <laughs> You're so cute.
3: Smoke
1: weed every day.
3: I mean, I'm a young millennial who spends a lot of time in Boulder and I...
1: And I didn't even know
3: Chiba was a weed reference. <laughs> I didn't know Fatty was a weed reference. I didn't know any of these names oh, until two today. You are the
0: cutest. Yeah,
3: until you guys have described. <laughs> I, it I to love me. feeling
0: like the old pro about weed, wow. and I'm not really even like a huge connoisseur. Right, but um, well, Paul, you looked into uh, the story of Chiba Hut. Can you tell us more about? where it came from
1: yeah i'd be happy to um it started with one guy named scott jennings he was born and raised in nebraska and then went to university in arizona arizona state big party school that was always the reputation i knew at least Peyton shaking your head yeah willie
3: went there for a hot minute (laughs) came back with zero credits (laughs) and then i met him at csu
1: (laughs) very cool well, oh,
0: that's a sweet little meat Cute, <laughs> <laughs> basically failed. Ended up at college with you. That's cute.
1: Well, um, Scott Jennings' story—he stuck around at ASU, and he apparently he loved it. Because um, after he graduated, he started a sandwich shop just off of campus, Chiba Hut. That's that's what it became. And from what I could tell, he kind of he knew he wanted to start some type of restaurant, and he knew he loved weed. But he didn't know what exact type of restaurant to start. So here's a quote from celebstoner.com, which was the best interview with Scott Jennings I could find. Actually, pretty good interview from celebstoner.com. Um, they asked him, where did Chiba Hut come from? He said, it came from Cheech and Chong's nice dreams. There goes that smoke alarm again. Hey, man, I told you not to
2: smoke that shit in the kitchen, man. It's that cooking, hey, man.
1: I was going to do an ice cream shop first and call it Nice Dreams, name the flavors after different types of herb, but that was seasonal. I knew sandwiches. I didn't know ice cream. Toasted subs are a lot better than regular subs. I wanted to keep it real. I wanted people to see that stoners can be smart business people.
3: What a success story. And honestly, yeah,
1: he did. It's now got 45 locations across the Southwest and the Midwest and most the the city with the most locations is Denver. Hmm. And he lives here now. So I think that it's actually, you know, fair for us to take some credit for Chiba success. This yeah? is a city oh. that has embraced this sandwich chain.
0: Well and for sure. And when I get into the snarf story, it's not like a local does kind of thing either. So I know we had one um
3: near campus up at CSU in Fort Collins. It was hot in college. People Love Chiba and I do think a lot of it has to do with that cannabis theme and less to
0: do with like the actual sandwiches. Well, and I want to say so cannabis legalization in Colorado was 2014, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, pre that, um, it had this illicit feeling, right? So there was something fun about getting into Mm. something that was quote unquote illegal. So I could see the appeal being even greater prior to legalization because it was part of this thing that had its own underground culture.
3: Totally. But I could also see then the legalization of cannabis, not doing anything bad for it either. No, yeah, ex- yeah.
0: exploding it. But I could see the appeal. Like totally. I'm thinking about 4 4- 420 pre its legal, like the celebration of 420 when I was in high school was like you're going to the Capitol and you're standing on the grass and like this is like you are just showing up to something that feels very... I don't want to just say illegal, but like like risky, risky. Yeah. Like you're mm-hmm. cool. And so I can mm-hmm. see why it would, it would be totally. attractive prior to our legalization, but then only just take off as part of our, that culture evolved here in Denver.
1: Should we talk more about the weed thing with Chiba Hut? Cause I think there's like a lot to dig into here. The whole menu is themed around weed. Like every sandwich is named after a strain. They have all these like crazy flavor combinations and like their sides are really different and out there. It's like very jokey,
0: right? Like that's like the bowl of balls. Is a a side item (laughs) item at Chiba (laughs) Hut? And that's not weed theme. That's just
2: like dick joke. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's not like, I don't know. I can't think of a less appetizing way to describe a serving of meatballs. But also at the same time, I was kind of intrigued because you just want to tell someone, yeah, I'll have the bowl of balls. Please. Also, it's like 1.30
3: a.m., you're high, you go to Chiba Hut, you think it's hilarious, so you order it. Like, I think that's good kind of what they're going for. That's,
1: that's Scott Jennings' <laughs> key innovation, key business innovation, is the, the take advantage of a person who's too high. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, clearly it's worked. And I mean, I love that it does run just counter to the idea of a stoner sitting on the couch accomplishing nothing.
0: High-functioning stoners are an entire segment of the population as well. I am very good friends with many of those.
1: Hmm. So he happened to be one. He does seem like a cool dude. I mean, read a few interviews, saw a few interviews. Scott Jennings, I'd love to meet you.
0: <laughs> I just want to give some examples of the menu since if, you know, you've never been there before. The Sticky Icky uh, is the PB&J. And they the toker tip, the recommendation with that is to get it with Kool-Aid, which we learned from our guest last week, Justine Sandoval. You can get Kool-Aid on tap from Chiba Apparently,
3: Hut. different flavors. And reader Rosa C says to mix them all together <laughs> <laughs> for the best experience.
4: Don't look at it; a, just drink it. A suicide
0: Kool Aid. <laughs> um, there's also, I think, Pay and I got the AK-47, which we'll tell you more about what that is, is later. Is that a that's weed a reference? strain. Okay, it's a strain of weed because there's this thing with weed strains that are just like dumpster and like just like really intense things i don't know i that's something we should get into later but yes ak-47 <laughs> is a type of uh weed. you'll have
3: a you'll have an after the interview uh weed lesson with me
0: okay okay <laughs> <laughs> um what did what did you get aaron what was yours called i got the
2: lacana okay so like which cannabis I'm, cannabis yep paul
1: the grifo Which was one of their several vegetarian options. This was the one with uh, avocado and also cream cheese. Mm. Very creamy sub. Very fatty, very creamy.
0: Fatty, I think that's a big...
2: What's the fatty? Fatty is an addition you can get right to your sandwich. Yeah, Yeah. what was that? I forgot. I I went full fatty on my (laughs) (laughs) Lacana and it was extra cheese. Uh-huh. extra cheese. Okay.
1: Can we let's can we talk about the food? Can we just get- I want to- I'm desperate to mm-hmm. know how you all felt yeah. about these sandwiches.
0: Yeah. I will just say at first I was underwhelmed because um, I mean, a four-inch sandwich. We all got the smallest version that they have at Chiba Hut because we were going to be eating multiple sandwiches. But I was like, we opened the bag and it was just like these little wads of aluminum foil. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know about this. And then I opened it and I mean, I so Pei and I got the AK-47, which is uh, a sort of like a French dip. But theirs usually comes with two types of mushrooms, onions, and cheese. And in a traditional French dip, the way I like it, it's just the roast beef. So I we both modified ours a little bit, and we just went cheese and meat. But I have to say it was delicious. Okay. <laughs> it was surprisingly very good. Pei? Um, I have to say
3: that the four inch I liked that because I don't I don't need a big sandwich I never finish a big sandwich so I liked the small option um, and yeah I was I was surprisingly impressed by it I thought it was it was good it was, I've had worse French dips <laughs> how
2: how was the bread for you because I don't love a French dip I will admit because I don't like dunking soggy it bread. yeah I don't like soggy oh. bread how did it hold up.
3: I it was good great. in fact once i got full and i knew i had to make room for a whole nother sub i just took out the meat and dipped the bread because let me just say the au jus was really good i was very impressed yeah. by the au jus. i'm saving it i'm taking it home oh, finding other smart. stuff to dip in it um <laughs> I and i, I did just dip that. the bread in it i thought i thought it was great yeah
1: i loved the bread i think Hut's bread is terrific Really it, like fluffy, but a nice crisper on the outside. Yeah, never got in the way. Brought a nice flavor in its own right. Just a great sandwich bread. I agree. And I'm, I'm a, I haven't said this yet, but I came into this battle with a huge bias against Same. Chiba Hut. Hm. I have had some bad experiences oh. there, and I haven't oh. been back in years Whoa. until we agreed to do this. And um I don't know. Of course, They, they, they made it hard. Beef. I and, know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. It was uh-huh, antagonistic, uh-huh. but it was like. But Paul just loves saying. to
0: carry on beefs with local
2: restaurant chains. <laughs> uh, this is just the latest yes. in line.
0: And he always reveals it later. And we're like, wait a minute. What? Aaron, what would you think of
2: your sandwich? So you got like an, Itali- an Italian. I did. Right? I, I went for the Italian and it was phenomenal. The um, The deli meat was a little bit smoky. I don't know what. I can't remember what kind it was. It just had a bunch of Italian deli meats in it. So good. I even went, I got the pickle. You're not yeah. a pickle person usually? or I am, but not on an Italian sub, but mm. it was recommended, so I got it. I have to say it was very good, very crunchy. But yeah, I got the wheat bread too. I don't know if anyone else did. Mm. Nope. No, how nope. was it? Tell us about the wheat bread. So good. I don't know, the flavor of it was really great. Yeah. I I, I like the snarf spread too, but I have to say this was more flavorful. I don't know, it was just perfect. There was something about the about the
0: bread. It almost had like a fried taste to it, not a texture to me, but just like the taste sometimes you get from something fried. It was so good. It's mm. been like, you know, like
3: two hours now since we ate that, but from what I remember, I feel like it was just <laughs> from what I like remember. a loaf of French bread cut open. Which, you know, no hey, I love French bread. That's what I felt like mine was. Oh,
0: I thought it was good. I, thought-
3: I also I do have one question. So I don't know if you guys all got the shake. Mm-hmm. I think that's their distinctive or their like signature seasoning. I don't know what's in it, um, but I added it, you know, because that's, you know, it's something signature and I would have thought it would have been especially prevalent on a sandwich that was as plain as Wait, what you and I got. it was just I meat got. and cheese? I didn't taste anything that felt distinctive. It tasted like meat and cheese. So I, I was just curious if you guys noticed anything super distinct. It might have
2: been harder on your sandwiches.
1: No, I can't say I noticed at all.
2: Okay. I didn't either, but I had a lot of different flavor profiles happening. Right. So happening. it's hard mm-hmm. to notice.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I
2: didn't
1: notice. So the bread is good. We're agreeing that we like the bread, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I, I like so-so. the bread,
3: but you know we'll get into it later. But I like snarf's better. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, but I okay. I I like the bread quite a bit from Chiba Hutt. I also like the fillings really a lot. And Um, what did you get, Paul? I got the Grifo, which was the the guacamole, the cream cheese, and then just kind of like, and this is my problem with Chiba Hut in general. Maybe it's just the vegetarian options. I haven't tried the meat ones, but it just feels like they just toss everything at it and it becomes kind of messy and it doesn't really like stick together as a sandwich.
0: I want to say, Paul, this is a common complaint you've had with vegetarian options Mm. at burger restaurants
1: as well. I have thought about that at burger restaurants, yeah.
0: You want something like solid in the you don't just want it to be a toppings sandwich. Does yeah. it feel like a topping sandwich
1: to you? Yes. All okay. of the Chiba Hut vegetarian sandwiches feel like toppings mm. palooza.
0: Yeah. How did it strike you this time?
1: The same. The same. same. I mean, I think it's really good quality ingredients. Like, I give them a lot of credit. I like the the ingredients on their own from Chiba Hut better than Snarf's pretty much every time. The construction of the sandwich and the design of the sandwich, I feel like it's maybe more... Uh, a product of the stoner's hands than the stoner's <laughs> imagination, you know. The
0: haphazard nature of the sandwich. Yeah, uh, they, the cream cheese will hold it all together. That's fine. Yeah, cream cheese yeah. and and uh, guacamole just does
1: not sound good to me. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It was okay. I mean, it just was like kind of like fatty, creamy, not a lot of which is a good combo flavors.
0: usually. But
1: I don't know. Hmm. What did you all think about the fillings and the, the quality of the ingredients? <sighs>
0: Well, we got so
3: few ingredients in ours. I'll say, like I said earlier, I I think it was better than what I anticipated it would be. And we'll get into this with Snarfs, but
0: I think (laughs) Snarfs had higher quality meat. (laughs) Mm. Mm. I think I was really torn because I wanted to do a similar sandwich at each place, but I didn't want to do the Italian because Aaron was doing that. And that's my usual go-to at Snarfs. I don't know if I ended up with a sandwich that is like a Chiba Hut sandwich. Right. Because we got so many things taken off it. That's
3: indicative of like what they can yeah. do. I, I agree. So I, d- I
0: don't know if I can adequately judge yeah. Chiba Hut as best as I wanted to. Hmm. For a real plain French dip with cheese, it was good. Like Pey said, the au jus was like perfect saltiness Mm -hmm. just the right amount it wasn't overpowering but it still had enough flavor to make it the sandwich good so yes our our sandwiches
3: were very plain which i think kind of you know is a knock (laughs) that is our own product but (laughs) their options i would have taken off no matter what because i don't like mushrooms i think it's kind of a weird thing to put on a french dip so and that was it the only additions they had on there was mushrooms and onions and i would have taken those off
0: I mean, I also no think raw what. onions are for psychos. I just like. Okay. <laughs> a raw onion on a sandwich, like, so the whole sandwich just smells and tastes like an armpit?
2: No, thank you.
3: What did What did you think of your fillings, they Erin?
2: Were, they were awesome. Uh, I have to say my husband and I had been on this kind of charcuterie kick for a while. We stopped at Thanksgiving trying to do a turkey or, you know, anything like that like let's just get some meats and some smoked salmon and put it on a great idea it was so much fun and it looked really fancy and it was just the two of us but we felt like okay this is nice so I say that to say I've had a lot of this kind of meat over the last okay (laughs) over the last year and so this was good like I said it had this kind of smoky flavor almost like a smoky ham to it
4: Mm, um so good.
2: good it did have some raw onion on it but not It wasn't overpowering and I thought the seasoning and the dressing or the oil worked really well. But again, the bread held up to it. Have you ever gotten a sub where you get the oil and it It just just, soaks
1: the whole, yeah, I don't get oil for that very reason. I love that, I love a sloppy sandwich, just soak it. It's just so. <laughs> I was in line at a sandwich shop. I was <laughs> behind a mom and a kid. And uh, the kid asked the person making the sandwich to make it swim.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, not me. No. And the mom was like, no.
1: Don't listen to him. Don't
0: listen to him. <laughs> I don't
2: want to like, oh, wow like what he's having.
0: As yeah. a mom, I don't want to clean that up. That sounds like a
2: nightmare. Yeah. yeah. In many, many ways. So yeah. not the case with this one. It was great. Time for snurfs? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, let's take a quick break and then let's get back to it.
0: okay so we're back we're talking snarfs we just went through our chiba Hut experience um snarfs to give you a little background started in boulder in 1996 uh, by jimmy snarf seidel snarf is a nickname he got in college for apparently being able to inhale food um i don't know mm-hmm. about that all right i i have to say that snarf's story isn't like it's kind of what i call like white man trips and falls into a gold mine kind of story. (laughs) We're like, oh, he was a day trader in Wall Street and then was like, this job sucks. I want to do something fun. I'm going to make sandwiches. And he did. He made very good sandwiches. I will say out the gate, I was a Snarfs apologist before this. I have a strong bias towards Snarfs. I love their sandwiches. Um, But at any rate... When I was doing my research, what I found interesting was um, Boulder at the time, in the 90s, and I think anyone would tell you this now probably, had a pretty robust sandwich scene already. So it's not like it was mm. something missing from the culinary landscape. But um, I read that someone thought there, Snarfs offered real, quote, grinders, like an actual East Coast option. But Jimmy is from St. Louis, so I don't know hmm. how much of that's true.
1: I don't know. St. Louis is a sandwich town.
0: I don't... I think that's where Panera's is from. Oh, yeah. Not saying that that's like a s- sandwich yeah, place. Yeah, they're
3: setting the gold, the gold <laughs> standard for no. sandwiches, but okay.
0: No, I go to Panera to eat my feelings in a bowl made out of oh, bread Oh, it's With all cheese about the it. bread bowls. That's why you go there.
1: I heard someone talk about Panera. They said uh, th- that's a place where you go to give someone bad news. <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh. Do you know how Isn't accurate just, that like, is? I've totally always received bad news at Panera. Yes. What? It's so weird. <laughs> oh, poor Whenever Carol. I was having a bad day in high school, my mom would let me play hooky and she'd take me out to Panera and that's where we would hang out while I
0: sobbed into my bread bowl. (laughs) It was kind of like, yeah, that's so funny. It's definitely where I go to eat my feelings. Also, I just realized the Paneras in St. Louis are called the St. Louis Bread Company. Mm. I don't Mm. know why I know that. Okay. At any rate, um, something else that is striking about snarfs that I love is that they generally take old buildings and turn them into snarfs. And Jimmy Seidel says he doesn't want a cookie cutter restaurant. And as he expands, um, he's done a really great job of picking really cool buildings. Two in particular for me uh, are the 38th Avenue location, which is an old big top convenience store. So it's sort of cartoonishly shaped as a circus tent. Um, And as our guest last week, Justine Sandoval reminded me, it used to be a hair salon, but Mm. it has been a Snarf's for quite a while. It's a gorgeous building. Um, I definitely recommend a visit there. The most recent one that I really love is the Sinclair gas station on South, South Broadway that they turned into a Snarfs. That thing was boarded up for like 40 years or something. It was great to see it turn into something cool. So I love that Snarfs does that. Um, So they have more than two dozen locations in Colorado, Texas, and Missouri, and they are planning to expand with 30 more across the country in the next three years. Hmm. So they're doing great i mean anytime i've ever been into a Snarf's, it's like busy as hell so that's a little mm-hmm. background on on snarfs
1: oh, so that thing about the buildings is so right on oh i love the snarf that i spent the most time in was the one in capitol hill that used to be a laundromat, An old laundromat on 12th yeah. where hmm. they sort of they took over the laundromat and then they opened the snarf burger next door in the old snarf sandwiches location just beautiful space I-
2: I don't know much about running a restaurant. In fact, I know zero, but it, that's gotta be hard because I think, you know, if you've got a chain, you need the same setup kind of in every store. Yeah. How do they do that with these different buildings?
0: I don't know because they all look
3: different. It's very Illegal pizza of them. Yeah, Illegal, illegal pizza is also good thing. at doing that. I don't know if they if they repurpose buildings as much as Snarfs, but they're very like every location um, caters to that community, so they're all very very different. Uh, which is Business
0: cool. wise, it's smart to me because it fits into the neighborhood already. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, you know what I mean. There's this so, sort of subtle cues that tell us something is local or not and yeah. that can kind of whether you realize it or not make you feel like oh that's part of the and it localizes
3: something that is off chain or not local you know yeah like I mean obviously snarfs comes from Boulder but you know you have this like sense of ownership over the snarfs that's in your neighborhood like oh well my snarfs is cooler than your Snurfs. oh
2: I love that SNARF. Yeah, so and you can s- right. you can say that because they're different mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so
1: I do wish they kept the mural of Capitol Hill and that one laundromat location. Oh they painted over an old mural. I didn't even ever see it, but I, someone told me this, and I, I oh. just wish that that had stayed.
0: Well, um. I see why though, because Snarfs has a very distinct 90s style mm-hmm. of color scheme, and uh, they. I think the artist's name is Jen Healy. She does all the cartoon illustrations for them. Yeah. Um, but it is very blocky, 90s, bright colored. Might be why I like it too. It's got a <laughs> retro feel to it. Mm. Um, so I could see why they did not saying they should have, but I get it. That's the uniformity part.
1: Yeah. So Bree, sounds like you were a big Snarfs person for a long time, big Snarfs fan. Huge. Peyton, what were your priors on Snarfs coming into this?
3: I didn't really know much about Snarfs until recent years when I met my husband who was born and raised in Boulder. And Snarf's has a cult following in Boulder. It is it is huge. You meet anyone from Boulder, they're like obsessed with Snarf's, and that's how my husband was. He he loved Snarf. He couldn't believe I ate any any other sandwich that wasn't Snarf's. Um, and then I tried it, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But like, I, you know, I'm not like worshiping Snarfs sandwich artists. I'm just like, yeah, I they do a good sandwich. I
2: see why you like it. Aaron, how about you? I had never had snarfs or even heard of it until I started working with you guys. Huh. Really? <laughs> okay. Never even heard of it. And I have friends in Boulder. I have friends in Denver. Maybe they're just not sandwich people. Mm. Maybe they're a different kind of sandwich person because Boulder's got
0: a ton of sandwich places. They really
3: do. Yeah. You know? That's
2: true. There's no shortage.
1: Well, Er, Erin, let's start with you then on on, uh, impressions of today's sandwiches. What did you think?
2: Yeah. Can I start with the packaging? I know this is weird, but I love the way that this came wrapped. I, you know, point that Brie made about the Chiba coming wrapped in, it was like these lumps of aluminum foil. You couldn't tell which was which. I don't know. These just come in a beautiful paper wrapper. You don't make a total mess. They're a little messy, but um, but not that but no but, but- it kept the sandwich integrity mm-hmm. exactly that's the thing about the
0: snarfs wrap yeah it's like the bread is messy but the sandwich is like they cut it down mm-hmm. the middle and it's like a perfect dissection yeah of and
3: snar- it's like perfect for re-wrapping and saving for later because they like wrap they the sandwich and then cut it so like the other half of my sandwich
2: is still like perfectly wrapped up exactly mine's other half sitting in the fridge waiting for me to take it home.
1: No complaints on toppings falling out on the vegetarian sandwiches Mm. from Snarfs. I've always had a good experience there. It's layered, layered, you can see it. It's constructed well, it's thoughtfully designed for people, I love it. I think they're just really smart about that. I
2: agree with that. You you could walk down the street and eat this and not have it go everywhere.
3: This is a one-handed, at least in my experience, it's a one-handed sandwich. I don't know,
0: man, they're bread. I love it, but it just like sheds. It
3: crumbles <laughs> for sure. You're leaving breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. but I I, I mean, want to have a dog. Still, the, I think I think Paul's like dead on on the structure of the sand. The yes. structural <laughs> integrity, it's it's there. I
1: mean, it's the it's the tight wrap. You can squeeze tight. on it, and it, things stick together. Chiba was just like a loose mess inside <laughs> that aluminum. It could have been anything. <laughs> yeah. It could have been throwing it from across the room.
3: I mean, the aluminum wrap itself looked like a toddler did it.
2: I mean, very <laughs> haphazard. But anyways. It's true. That was your sandwich, Erin? G- Moving on to the inside of the sandwich. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, I don't have any complaints. It was absolutely delicious. I think it could have used a little more cheese. But then again, I did get double cheese from Chiba mm. Hut. So um, I would recommend adding extra cheese if you're into that. Um, but no, it just... It, it was perfect and i don't know what kind of topping they use it was a little bit of onion but something else and oh, the they have peppers is and it they, the spicy
1: peppers maybe
2: it was the yeah i was gonna say That's they have specialty. like a
3: signature slaw and i think it's uh, it's kind of vinegary and it has spicy peppers
2: it worked so well with these particular meats i thought mm-hmm. oh just delicious The assortment was great yeah i th- what that was a really good experience I don't always think of a sandwich as an experience. <laughs> this one kinda was.
1: I mean the Jardin that's that's pretty special. That's delicious. That's their signature
2: there. thing, right? It, they, it's it's a
0: thing that they offer that I think isn't necessarily what you can find it and they put
2: it shop. and
3: like if you unless you say otherwise, I'm pretty sure they put it on every sandwich.
0: Hmm. Oh. And
3: I'm then so picky, I you would you have, have to have request any idea. to have it taken off. They serve it with their burgers too. Oh. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a Chicago thing, Jardin era, and like it makes sense because that Jimmy Seidel guy's from Chicago.
0: He did work in Chicago, Where he worked he's there, from okay. St. Louis. Oh, right, 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 you said that. But yeah, he spent quite a bit of time in Chicago.
1: I bet that's I where he picked it up. Yeah. Can we talk about the bread, the Snarf's bread? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so for many years, like I said earlier, I've been a Snarf's person and I hadn't been back to Chiba Hut. Um, but since going back to Chiba Hut in the last couple of weeks and really appreciating their bread, I don't know if I snarfs is doing it for me anymore. Hmm. It's not enough. It's not interesting enough. It's just like all crustiness and not much like soft, nice, fluffy inside and it's not bringing enough flavor for me. It's <laughs> I not what enough flavor.
2: I hear you. I felt the same. The texture of of it was really nice, but it just didn't add anything. Mm-hmm. Like its own little dimension the way Chiba Hut did.
1: For I me. think yeah, Chiba Hut's bread was a standout. It's something I want to talk about. Snarf's bread, forgettable, not what do interesting. I,
2: do you
0: agree with that, Brie? I, it was. I don't know. I. I don't. I didn't really pay as much attention to the bread clearly as Paul did. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, also, also, you're dipping it in jus.
0: Yeah, and both of them stood up to the jus dip, so neither of them disintegrated. They like had a nice chew to them. I love Snarf's bread because it's a package for meat. Um, and cheese (laughs) Uh (laughs) but my only complaint is that it just sheds it's just too it just like fall it just like crumbles the tops of it crumbles off and it's always a giant mess
4: Mm -hmm.
3: that's what I thought I think Snarf's bread is better I just like it better I think sometimes I think it might depend on what you like in your bread if you want it to be more bready you might like Chiba Hut's better. I felt like Chiba Hut's was just a French baguette sliced down the middle. Mm. So I don't feel like it had that much to offer. I think Snarf's is like toasted and pressed a little bit and extra crunchy. And I I appreciate that crunch factor in my sandwich. So I I think that their bread's better.
1: Hmm. How about the jus? Let's go jus to jus.
3: It wasn't bad jus, but Chiba Hut's, in my opinion, crushed. In fact, I stopped dipping in the (laughs) Snarf's jus and then went back to the Chiba Hut jus.
0: I did the exact same thing. It's okay. just because
3: I think, I don't think Snarfs is bad. I just think Chiba Huts is Chiba really Huts good. Chiba Huts was
0: like a little oily, salty, beefy. It was just like it had mm-hmm. a little bit more dimension to it than um, Snarfs. I was kind of bummed that Snarfs was a little flat. Like it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it was fine. I still would have drank
2: it either totally. way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Was that surprising? I just don't think of Chiba Hut as a place I would go for a French dip with au jus. Yeah. I was trying, again, I was trying something different.
0: I am such a Snarf's Italian sandwich fan. I was trying to go a different route because in my research, the Italian is their most popular sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, a lot of people have had this. Then maybe let's try something different. But I got to say, I didn't love the Snarf's uh, French dip as much as I absolutely love their Italian.
3: Hmm. But was it better than Chiba Huts? I don't think so. I think it was. Really? I do. And I'm glad that I ate Chiba Huts first because I feel like if I would have had Snarfs first, it would have set too high of a bar. I had Chiba Huts. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm impressed. Really then we had Snarfs and I was Chiba like, Hutt's. I just like Snarfs better. And I do think it might be the whole sandwich experience. It's the tight, tight packedness of it. I thought that their meat was better quality. Um, it was just like thinner, more thinly sliced. After I had Snarfs meat, Chiba Huts felt like something I bought from King Supers, um, you know, versus like premium meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably a fault of my own, but I did add the hot peppers to my um, French dip from Snarfs, and it I thought brought a lot to the sandwich. Huh. I regret that I didn't add something to the Chiba Hut version. So. Snarfs definitely had that edge. But overall, I thought the quality of meat, the quality of bread, the quality of structural integrity was all better from
0: Snarfs.
1: Hmm. Well, let's keep going around final final verdicts. We're here. Ugh. We're talking about it. It's time to well, make the decision.
0: Oh, it's so hard because my other thing is Snarfs serve Zaps voodoo chips with their sandwiches and they're just like this sp- particularly sort of spiced potato chip that is insanely delicious and... I'll always makes I don't know there's a lot of things leaning me towards snarfs but I really enjoyed my Chiba Hut sandwich
1: well you brought up the chips maybe we could take another second and talk about sides because Chiba Hut offers quite a bit yeah so let's uh, you, think more about your final verdict and t- we'll take an aside for sides <sighs> Chiba Hut the desserts the Captain Crunch marshmallow oh <gasps> Why? Front, the rice Why didn't we thing. get
0: these? Have you all had
1: these? No. no, I think they're awesome. They
0: have a fruity pebble one, like that's get like a out. rice crispy treat. I oh, that that. delicious.
3: They'll yeah, sell you
1: does. a plate of nachos, but with Doritos instead of tortilla chips.
0: Yeah, because this is for stoners and all oh. their weird cravings when they're super Man. high. 100% bought into this. That sounds yeah. great to me.
1: I tried them a few weeks ago. It's fine. It's not as exciting as it seems, but it is It is fun. I mean, that's a cool idea.
0: I, I do, I like that idea that a stoner was like, you know what would be good, man? And like, I have that mentality for sure. That's
1: think- what I'm talking about. It's the stoner's imagination. That's yeah. what you want in a meal, not not the stoner's hands. You don't want the stoner involved see, in the preparation is of the food. This is
0: almost too hard to compare.
3: And for me, it snarfs all the way. And I think, I don't know if part of that drawback for me is like, I'm not a stoner. I never was. I, I can't. I, I mean, obviously, the stoner references go right over my head. So, like, I don't have that affinity that, like, draws me to Chiba Hut. In fact, I just find it to be an obstacle. <laughs> like, <laughs> it me. like, especially the cravings. Like, I don't need your stoner imagination. I just want a really good sandwich. I don't need you to, like, <laughs> feed me the things that you thought up last night at 4 a.m. while you were hot, you know? like. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it snarfs all the way. I mean... My Chiba Hutt experience was fine, but I will be going back to Snarfs and not Chiba Hut. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Aaron, you want to take it next?
2: I mean, for me, I love a good creative snack, and I do think you know who do you want planning your snacks? Someone who it's a really person, important. exactly. Someone who t- takes it very seriously and uh, and gets a little creative. These people use cannabis to unleash their creative potential, and I think we
1: I've heard that we say. <laughs>
2: We see that in the menu at Chiba for sure. Mm. I'm too I, buttoned up for that. <laughs> I, I love the fun of it. I mean, I don't know if anyone takes it seriously that it's really part of weak culture. I, I genuinely don't know. But as someone who is not immersed in that, I do find it fun. Hmm. And maybe it makes me feel cool. I don't know. So who's, who's got your vote?
1: Yeah. Give us, give us the goods here.
2: Yeah, it's so hard. And I know I can't tie. I'm, I
0: know that's how I feel.
2: I'm going... I'm going... S- Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut Italian. You had me
0: on
4: the edge of my seat there.
2: She's like, Chiba Hut. There was just something about – the. they both had really good quality meat, and I I don't know if that's a signature sandwich for Chiba Hut the way it is for Snarfs, but they – I mean, they were both put together really nicely. One of the things I hate with a sandwich is when you get something too big. I mean, this is true of a lot of food, like sushi too. I hate when you just feel like you have to smush it to get it in your mouth – both of these were the right size, kind of pressed a little bit, nice and toasty, but I think I'm gonna go Chiba Hut. Hmm. Well, hmm. How about you? Interesting. Yep. Interesting.
1: Veggie well, to veggie. Veggie to how veggie. Do I, I don't think I said this yet, but I did get the the vegetarian from snarfs this time, which is avocado and cheese, and then I went I, I ordered what I like to call the full snarf, which is all of the <laughs> toppings. You can say that at any of the locations, and sometimes they'll know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> you're trying to make I, it catch on, I know. <laughs>
1: I would love it if it did. Oh, um, Paul. So yeah, I mean, like I said, this it got really close here. I've been a snarf's person for years, haven't really revisited Chiba, Hutt, but then was pretty impressed by the last couple of Chiba Hutt experiences I had. Um, at the same time. I did go to Snarf's a couple of times in preparation for this, and I went outside of my normal orders, tried some of the other stuff, and was so disappointed. Like I tried their sandwich with the um, the hard boiled eggs and American cheese.
3: I mean, that just sounds like user error.
1: <laughs> like Truly, they should take have. it off the menu. That sounds horrible. It was horrible. It was. Terrible. I don't think there's any. Wait, way you can who make has that? Snarfs. They do. They'll sell you that. Yeah. Yeah. For leave money, the American Leave the
3: creativity money. to the stoners, and take that off your menu. No one needs that. Cheese
0: doesn't belong with hard boiled eggs.
1: No, no. it was good. It wasn't good. Tasted bad. Oh, yucky, that's gross. My old favorites, the standbys, the vegetarian with the full snarf is terrific. Um, (laughs) And then I also love the eggplant parmesan. They don't always cook the eggplant through enough, but they slice it nice and thin and that makes for a really good uh, sandwich. Um, Especially for someone like me who used to really love eating meatball subs, but now doesn't do that kind of thing anymore. This eggplant parmesan from Snarfs is a really good uh, Hmm. representation of that same flavor profile. So where are you going? I'm trying to delay so I don't have to say. I can anything. tell.
0: <laughs> Just say it, Paul.
1: I think I have to go snarfs. Nice. I think I have to go snarfs. Because Chiba doesn't offer like doesn't offer anything that I specifically want. I think they have great yeah, ingredients. I, kind of felt that way, I too. think they have great bread. Mm-hmm. I think they have interesting, like provocative menu items and the theme for it. I enjoy thinking about that and immersing myself in a different culture. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's just there's no like one sandwich there that's like oh yeah I gotta go back for that one gotta go back for You're the making cream me like, cheese. Paul, I feel you on that. One.
0: So hard because I in this particular challenge the choices I made, Chiba Hut's French dip was better, but I had a hard time finding anything on the menu that spoke to me that wasn't an insane modification. Mm-hmm. And I can walk into Snarf's and get my Italian, and it's bomb every time Mm
4: -hmm.
3: yeah dependability (sighs) yeah we had somebody who called in with that exact thing and i thought it was a really a really good point he was just like the barrier to entry for chiba hut is like too high he's like i it it, snarfs is always going to have something you recognize and you know and it's going to have a standard sandwich option but chiba hut almost gets too creative in that sense and for people like me and the person who called that's a barrier (laughs) to entry you know
0: Mm mm-hmm I think I'm going to have to go with Snarfs too. Even though in the sandwich I ate Cheebots was better. <laughs> it's it's yeah. But I won't I probably wouldn't go back there. Like I will probably order Snarfs again next week. We order it a couple times a month.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm the same way. Well, there we go. Snarfs is our winner, 3 to 1. Well, congratulations to Snarfs <laughs> on your victory. Um, we did get some listener voicemails. Um, let's hear some other folks' opinions.
4: Hi, I'm calling in about the Snarf versus Chiba Hut debate. This is David, Cap Hill. Uh, Snarf burger definitely would be Chiba Hut, but if we're going sandwiches, There's no place better than the Fruity Pebble Marshmallow Bites. Give me the pinner. Chiba Hut all day. Hi, this is Jay from
1: Cheese and Park, and I have to say, Mr. Lucky's definitely is the best sandwich in Denver. We've had Chiba Hut, we've we've had quite a few of the other independents as well, and
4: I just think that Mr. Lucky's takes the cake.
3: Hi, this is Jenny,
2: and I live in University Park, The thing is, is that you're asking Snarks versus Cheapahut, but I'm thinking Yampa Sandwich Company. I love them ever since they used to be backcountry provisions in Steamboat Springs, and now they're here. I highly recommend The Pilgrim. The Pilgrim is everything Thanksgiving on a sandwich. Okay, thanks,
4: Bree.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. Our producers this week were Paul Caroli and Aaron O'Toole, Peyton Garcia writes our morning newsletter, and I'm your host, Bree Davies. Our music is by Los Mocochetes, with additional mixing by Tyler Lindgren. If you haven't already, subscribe and rate five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, at CityCast Denver, and tell Jimmy Seidel and Scott Jennings about us next time you see them. You can sign up for our daily newsletter and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. Later. snarfs please name a sandwich after us <laughs> what would be our sandwich oh, that would be really hard because we clearly all like something very different on a sandwich yeah. i don't think that we could do it it would end up looking like a chiba hut you
3: know we'd all pick our very favorite sandwich ingredient and then make one sandwich out of that and mine would be salami i love salami I know. In a i was like
0: that would be mine
2: too be double salami. I was going to say artichoke hearts, but that's not going to go with the hearts. sandwich. I love, I love
3: artichoke, artichoke hearts. hearts. Never had it in a sandwich though. Feels- well, oh.
2: actually I did have one from Snarf's and I would like to remake that sandwich because I've had a artichoke heart and Parmesan cheese kind of thing. It's really hmm. rich and decadent. Um, theirs was good, but it had feta instead, which was oh. kind of interesting, but it wasn't what I wanted. And yeah,
0: that feta is a very particular tasting. Yeah, I'm not into Textured
1: care. cheese. All right, salami, artichoke hearts. For me, we're going to make it swim. Oil and
0: vinegar everywhere. <laughs> oh, Wait, that's your mean, ingredient. Just, we just invented the grossest <laughs> <of> sandwich: <laughs> <laughs> an oily salami and artichoke heart sandwich. Double the salami for me. <laughs> double, yeah, double the salami. <laughs> no lettuce, it's apparently. Just two <laughs> giant hunks of salami with artichoke hearts between it, and then you just drizzle it in yeah. oil, yeah. and come with a side
2: cup of oil for dipping. Oh, that sounds mm, disgusting. The city cast snarf. <laughs> you heard it here first, snarfs <laughs> Gross.